All right. Oh, so to elaborate this on this morning's dilemma, did I did I talk about it in the morning dilemma? I legit I have no bugs. idea what you're oh, talking yeah. about. Yeah, so oh yeah, what was the bugs you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, so there I am. I wake up, I I snooze oh, my first alarm, my second alarm goes off. I'm like, okay, time to get out of bed. I go to my bathroom to brush my teeth, get ready for work, I shower, which I always do in the morning, and uh, as I'm leaning over my sink brushing my teeth a little bug falls out of my hair and into my sink oh my god and i'm like okay never seen that bug before it's like this little tiny uh like six legged yellowish clearish dude with two little antennae and i'm like Weird. okay well what kind of bug would be in my bed let alone in my hair that isn't a tick or something else um for our listeners i have a very clean house so this is very disturbing to me I Google bed bugs, and sure enough, it looks like the first stage after they hatch. It's, it's like stage, it's first stage. Um, uh, Do you believe it. in magic? Oh, first stage nymph, I think, is what it what it was referred to in one of the pictures. Um, well, what? And so A nymph. Yeah, no idea. So, so, anyways, Me? I oh. I uh, turn on the sink. I drain it down there. I should have just killed it. it Would have put my mind at ease for the rest of the day. I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I should have squashed it, but I was in my tired state. Didn't think to, so I just drained it down there uh, and then closed the, the sink, um, the drain. He's going to be back. Uh, so, so that's what I did. And all day today at work, I thought about it. And so here I am at home. I tore apart my bed, checking every nook and cranny, and um, put my sheets in the washer and dryer. And tonight I'm gonna sleep in the spare bed down in the basement. I think. You're schizo, man. Um, I'm going to also go turn on the dryer again, so I can double dry the stuff that's in there right now. I need to do that so I don't forget, and then I have a cold blanket on it. Dude, I had like a spider crawl on my leg like this morning when I woke. I just squashed it, called it a day. I'm gonna still sleep in the same bed. <sighs> yeah. Fuck it, man. Bugs are just natural part of life. Like they're gonna show up. Yeah. And it's especially humid where I live right now, so they they out in season. There's definitely some bugs that shouldn't show up. I mean, yeah, no, for sure. But like, like spiders, yeah, yeah spiders, flies, like they'll yeah, show yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, spiders, flies, but like, you get like Every a roach coming here. in, you're like, oh. The worst bugs are the ones that government plants inside my house to try and listen to me. Yeah. The worst bugs dumb. I ever had were chiggers. Oh, the fuck are those? They're, they're like, like these like, little red, like uh, they're, they're kind of like a, mites. they're a, a burrowing insect. Yeah, it's under your skin. They're the worst. I when I was in eighth grade, yeah, they bite the shit out of you. Yeah, when I was in eighth grade, we uh, we cut down and tore out of the ground a um, a pine tree that was in our backyard. I got chiggers from it, and I had like. 200 bites on my body by the time I got rid of them. It was nuts. I itched so bad. Anyways. Hey, party people. Welcome back to the Split Party Podcast. It's going to be episode 30B. Technically 51B for the B-side players. But 30B for you guys. And uh, check out the Linktree link in the description of this podcast on whatever platform you're listening to us on. Um, at this point, I should probably just shorten my intro a bit because... 
you guys have heard it like a billion times the guys uh who guys and gals who have been listening to us um if you're new here check out those links uh you might find something that you're interested in and if you find at the end of listening to this if you stay all the way through that you like it consider giving us some feedback on whatever platform you're listening to us on that being said we're going to get into the session with um at 6 a.m this morning i whipped up a little poem in lieu of our uh our lore bit, which I think was, I, 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 I like it. I like it. And, uh, then we're going to get into the recap and then it's going to be all player decisions. <laughs> Agency. Agency. Yes. <laughs> the hour is low and the skies peel away for hell shall come down to warn us of monsters and mortals. The flames in the frost, not distant enough not to scorn us. Of wishes and thoughts, of dreams too distraught, of nightmares no longer forlorn us. Of creatures and beasts far worse than we've seen, hell has come down here to warn us. Said the beggar to the seraph. It's currently late night time of Frixer, 16th of Gracchus, 301st year of Dark Rain. And previously in the last session, the party went into the manor where they uncovered what had happened to the nobles of Ethelin in their previous baron. Within the wasted rooms, the party found corpses, limbs, bile, gore, and perhaps ghosts. And when the dust had settled and the flames went out, Damon, Iris's ex-husband, had been killed and with Iris was her grandmother's book. Damon had made a point to mention something called the spark a few times, and Iris chose to keep it to herself, not telling the party uh, that little tidbit. As night fell heavy on the party, Iris retreated to her grandmother's room, where she began to sob. Tamakti went looking for Lanya, and the Olsen brothers laid the dead to a respectful rest. And we resume. So it's really uh, kind of whoever wants to go first. You guys were all doing... I, I mean, I guess... Uh, yeah, I mean, anyone in particularly, particular itching to, to chomp at the bit? Uh... Oh, by the way, well, did you did you complete that shopping list of the 2,000 GP of magical components? I'm going to guess no. Here's what I'm going to say, right? Because I looked at my spells, and uh, nothing that I have requires anything uh, material-wise when it comes to cost, other than teleportation circle. So I'm going to spend um, like 500 GP on nothing but materials for teleportation circle which will net me uh 10 uses plus the uses i already had which is four so we're at 14 and then the rest i will just give to covert to buy diamonds for resurrection hell yeah uh which i already gave you two correct covert i believe so it was 600 yes you did give me two diamonds all right so let me let me add that up we're at 1100 right now, so how about I'm just gonna get myself two more uses of Teleportation Circle. So 16 total, and that leaves us with fucking 800. So, uh, Covert, if you got anything, uh, the diamonds are, what, 300 apiece? They are. I don't, think, okay, I don't so... think I have any other spells that require um, specifically listed components. Fair enough. Uh, then in that case, uh, get yourself two more diamonds oh, so 600 yes 
And uh, again, I'll just take the rest for teleportation circle. Big so dick four bombs. more uses, so we're at 20. Oh my god. Uh, and that, that'll be that. Again, I just have no spells that require costly, uh, you know, that has uh, any material cost. Right, a lot of them have materials, but they don't cost anything. Sorry, you said I get how many more? Uh, two. Okay, so now I have four diamonds. Hell yes. Yeah. I guess I just have to kill you guys a bunch. Oh, uh, no. It's no. cool, actually, though. I've died enough, I think. Yeah, <laughs> Ruben's been through it. True, true. I just want to live in peace, man. I guess I just need to kill Lanya a bunch, then. <laughs> you, yeah, you, shut the, you shut the fuck up. Acceptable. <laughs> acceptable. Okay. So, kick it off. Uh, I was going to say someone can definitely go. Iris is in... I was going to do something, but she's just not in a state of mind right I, now. I'd do anything, say so She'll a, be in her room, like, just crying. Say it's mainly a covert thing right now, because also Ruben and uh, Tori are just dragging people out of the house and... You know, burying them and then using uh, yeah. cer ceremony to do what fun funeral rites, right? Yeah, funeral rites. Yeah. Sure. I mean, Tamaki's just gonna walk around to find the desecrated corpse of Lanya, killed by some evil ghost, no doubt. Okay. Well, <clears throat> you know where the horses were left, I think. Yes. And that is where she said that she would be. That's true. So I, I walked to where the horses once were. Once were okay. Well, they are still there. It's um, <laughs> not too far from the like gate that you guys came in. Um, the manor or like kind of keep is more towards the center of the city or town, I should say. And uh, just off to the side of the gate, against the wall, um, is sort of like a horse stable where they keep all the coming and going horses not like the uh the military horses not that they would really have a huge amount of them because it's a small force in a small town but you find these uh these public sort of travel stables okay i guess uh tamakti walks in okay there's like an outdoor part where the horses uh like are kind of stalled up and then there's like an indoor part where uh some other horses are stalled up, but also, like, supplies are probably kept for the horses. Um, and okay. upon going in, as you said that you do, uh, you find the uh, disheveled and mangled and dead corpse of Lanya. You may now use your first diamond. Tony, what's she, what's she doing? <laughs> She's standing there. <laughs> okay. She's just, like, leaning against the wall. Um Looks like she's deep in thought as you kind of open the door and make your way in. She's staring at the wall to your left. Uh, she is on the wall opposite of you. Tamakti looks at the wall. It's unremarkable. It's uh, <clears throat> quite an interesting wall there. Yeah, I was looking at it for a while, but eventually just sort of started to stare through it, I guess. Just deep mm -hmm. in thought. Nothing in particular, just mostly zoned out. Goddamn. So, things went well then? You didn't burst in here saying that someone's dead? No. No, remarkably, nobody died. Oh. Did uh, Iris find 
who or what she was looking for? I believe so. She seems at least somewhat self-satisfied. Right. There was um, someone here looking for you, by the way. I should have started with that, I guess. Looking for me in particular? Yes, for you. Uh, who? Um, I didn't catch her name, actually. She was maybe about my height, perhaps just a little bit shorter. Uh, darker hair, darker than mine. Sort of like, um... You know those brown eyes that have, like, the green in them? Around the edges? Yeah, I... yes, I do. Yeah, sort of like those. A pretty smile. Straight teeth. Uh... Not really remarkable clothing. Uh... Pale skin, sort of. I mean, maybe she spends a lot of time in the sun. There's a, there's a little bit of color, but... Uh, yeah, I don't know. She was just asking... Um, if I had known you and, and if I knew where you were I didn't know who she was so I didn't want to say anything so I, a stranger walked up to you and asked for me by name by appearance what um, by name she was looking for uh, as she said it a man named Tamakti and had I seen him do I know him how long ago is this? Uh, uh, I don't know, just before I prayed. You heard it, I suppose, I heard back. I did, yes. Well, um, I didn't know which way she went. Mm, no, I should have taken note of it. Sorry. That's alright. If it's any consolation, she went out the doors that you just came in. Well, I... I don't think I saw her, but I wasn't uh, particularly looking. Right. Maybe she'll show up again or something. Who knows? Yeah. I should have, on second thought, really, I should have asked her more questions like where she came from, how long she's been in town, uh, if there are any good taverns around here, places to sleep. It's very dark outside. I'm assuming that we're staying here for the night, right? Yes, I would say that is a decent assumption. And probably not in the manor, the keep? <laughs> no. No, definitely not. That place is most definitely haunted. Well, then maybe you and I could find us a place? And then go track down the others? They're by us, you mean everyone? You and I. The others aren't here. Ah. Yes, it, unless they're outside, sense. are they outside? No, they're still, uh, they're still back at the keep. Then we'll make sure that we have some beds waiting for them. Did I ever say anything about the place or in, in town? No, uh, she didn't. Uh, she wasn't uh, particularly interested in talking after. Uh, her business was concluded. I think she probably just wants to be alone for a little while. Then I think even more reason for us to find her a place to continue being alone when she decides it's time to sleep. Agreed. Well, let us uh, 
See if we can't find ourselves a bargain. A what? A bargain? Ah. A deal. Perhaps we help? can... We can get... Uh, three rooms for the price of two or something. I don't know. She... You're like a coin purse or something. Do I? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Would it be like on your belt or like a chest pouch or something? Um, It's probably multiple... Um, coin purses, actually. Yeah, again, um, but we'll but we'll say we'll say like this: the daily spending money one is on his belt. Like the majority of it isn't like out on his person because it would be the size of a watermelon at least. Yeah, yeah. Tamakti, are you being stingy? No, I I just enjoy a good bargain. Is it must be the debating part, perhaps? Then the what? The haggling part. Uh, sure, I suppose. Right. I enjoy okay. the hunt. Don't, okay, don't worry about it. Let's go. The the conquest. Yes, I, yep. Of sitting with the knowledge that you uh -huh. saved some coin. <laughs> she chuckles a little bit and starts making her way towards you. Um... I was also um, not always this rich. Starting, starting to pass by you, like, starts to push you towards the, the door. You know, for a while after I came back down to this plane, I was... Right, 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 yes. I okay, was actually... Go, go was, come on. Did you know that? We're moving now. <laughs> I guess technically I'm still homeless, but... <clears throat> anyway, let's go. <laughs> okay. You guys make it out the doors. And, uh... Aethelin is your oyster. I guess. Small town. Um, I just have I a feeling I'm going to really run into yeah. this woman. Tamakti Morel, I'm calling you out. You <laughs> killed my husband. <laughs> I found a really good tail spider map for this uh, city, actually. I'm not sure if we'll be using it this session or the next one. So anyway, um, I'm watching Tailspire. Right. Uh, it was actually, I think, made. pretty sure it was made by Astalri Astra. Um, but we'll shout that out when I confirm that. Now that Astalri doesn't make awesome maps. Anyways, continuing. Uh, so, I don't know. Uh, you're near the walls, which means that pretty much anywhere you go is towards the town, or at least not further away from the town than you are. Even if you were to you know, just skirt around the wall, you'd still be the same distance. So. so no matter where you go, you're either the same distance or getting closer. So I imagine... Uh, Lanya would probably just start to wander in the direction of what she assumes is the center of the town or off to the side of the center of the town because that's where the keep is. I wonder if they have a map or something. I would doubt it. Like, what, just post it up somewhere? Uh, I suppose, yeah, that's a fair point. Why don't we just, like, stick our head in the business and ask for directions? Uh, I think all the businesses are closed by now, Tamakti. Well, by business I meant, like, bar or something. Okay, well, I heard some shouting in that direction earlier. Uh, jovial shouting or angry shouting? Uh, I'm not or really a bit sure, of, actually. Bit of both. Been, I think it could have been either. Well, why don't we head that way and see what we can find? You guys head that way then I would assume and eventually uh, I'd say maybe like eight buildings in you find uh, 
like like the noise kind of grows and grows and grows and you find a uh a bar a small place there's no way that it has beds or rooms um and so it's just a little bar uh with two windows at the front a single door in the middle of the the wall facing the outside and um the door is propped open currently with like a, a big rock like half the size of somebody's head um and the ground just outside the door is a little bit muddy likely because of how much traffic is coming and going and people like spilling drinks and whatnot um but it sounds like there's a just a lot of shouting going on inside it sounds like a mixture of jovial and, and people pestering each other and stuff like that but nothing aggressive or confrontational maybe mm -hmm. i suppose we'll head on inside it's called the wooden shoe that's a good name for a bar it's actually the name of my daycare as a child but uh now you that's got... crazy yeah <laughs> a askers the fuck man? <laughs> oh my god dude oh, sorry okay any uh, anywho <clears throat> so you guys head in tamaki actually gets his throat slit the moment that he walks in holy you shit you can roll another character now covert it's actually impossible I don't know if you know this, but angels he is are an unslitable throat. Yeah. Angel, angels are impervious to getting their throat slit. Oh, okay. So yeah. it actually bounces off you. The guy apologizes. You both move past it. Um, yeah. You walk in. I look around the place. I'd actually like to roll a perception check to make note of all the entrances and exits. <laughs> okay. Fair. That's that's. I mean. Maybe more on brand for Covert than it is for Tamakti, I feel like, but I'm with it. I know I'm having. Okay, bummer roll, but yeah, uh, you, don't, you don't even see the door you walk in. It's not like I don't. I don't. I honestly probably wouldn't have made you make a roll for that. I don't. Was it your idea to roll or my idea? I think it was yours. Anyways, uh, <laughs> there's two windows, the door. It was a, and a reference to something long forgotten. I was hoping Strider would comment on, but it didn't work. Sorry, man. I won't entertain this. Two windows, a door, um, and then on the, I would say, right-hand wall, there's two more windows, and none on the left-hand wall, and behind the counter, there's a door, but who knows where it leads to. And that's all there is to it. It's a very square uh, or like just slightly rectangular building um, where one side, depending on how you look at it, might or might not be a couple feet wider than the other side. Um, so, all right. Tamakti will uh, will saunter over to the bar. There are no booths in here. There are only four uh, round tables. Or we'll say five. Five round tables, circular tables, with uh, probably five seats at each at most. Some of them are missing a chair, and so there's only four. Uh, but uh, they all seem pretty busy. Maybe save for like a couple spots at one of the tables. And you walk over is to the bar. Is anybody standing and drinking at the bar or is it only at tables? Um, there are no chairs at the bar. So people that are there are just leaning against it. There are a couple people there at the bar uh, leaning sure. against it talking. Uh, there's a man and a woman. Um, the woman is not as Lonnie had described previously. Um, and they, they seem like they're talking kind of conspiratorially. Uh, but they're both smiling. So probably just getting along pretty well. Yes, okay, so uh, we saunter over to the bar. I saunter over to the bar. I'm assuming that she does, too. 
Uh, yeah, she stands kind of like at the doorway for a moment, just kind of like looking around, looking at the the stuff that decorates the walls. There's a lot of um, like pelts from animals, no like heads or anything like that, just just pelts. Um, and they're mostly on the left hand wall, the one that doesn't have any windows. And then behind the bar, there's like a bunch of uh, different wood uh, tankards and stuff like that that are that are kind of carved really intricately. The exterior of them is just really designed, not really for drinking, more like for decoration. Yeah. Um, and then there's a, a big wooden shoe. Uh, what are those? What are those like Dutch or German shoes? Clompers? A, a clog. Clog. Yeah, clog. Yeah. yeah you, know like you, got, a, you know where you got clompers from, right? I don't. It's what Abby calls those big fucking chunky uh, sandals that she wears. Yeah, that actually probably sounds about right. Uh, but yeah, it's like a big wooden clog. It's just like there. Tamaki would look at the clog. Yeah, what a nice wooden shoe. The barman, whom has uh, a graying mustache and a thick five o'clock shadow, a bald head, and uh, sort of like a white tunic with a brown apron over it, and a cloth in one big, meaty hand uh, as he's wiping out a, uh, a wooden bowl. Kind of like raises his eyes from under his brows to look at you a little bit and like raises one of the brows as if like uh like are you serious are you kidding me kind of gesture uh two ales please he wordlessly turns around and uh goes i'd say he grabs two tankards from under the the, the bar then turns around and um pours them straight from like a couple wooden kegs behind him or wooden barrels uh you know on tap of course. Yeah. Uh, kind of like takes a stick, runs the head off the side, and then puts him down there on the table right in front of you, at which point Lanya walks up beside you and kind of like uh, shoulder probably about two inches from your shoulder, like pretty close, leaning against the bar. He doesn't say a thing, but he taps on the table twice with two fingers. Uh... Tamakti will pull out a single platinum piece and put it on the table and uh, say, keep them coming, please. He lifts it, bites it. You see one of his teeth is uh, kind of like plated with uh, either silver or platinum. It's hard to tell. And uh, seeming satisfied with the coin, stuffs it into the pocket on the front of his apron. And then... Uh, if uh, I was a man looking to rest my shoes... Made of wood for the night. Where might I find an inn around here? He starts to smirk a little bit uh, at your second joke attempt. It still doesn't say a word. Um, like the corner of his mouth curls up a little bit underneath his thick gray mustache. Mm -hmm. And um, he pulls out a piece of paper from under the counter and unrolls it. It is actually a map of the town. Oh, that's convenient. Look at that, he, Lanya. He's got the map. Kind of looks at her. Yeah. The map is not like... Um, it's not anatomical. It's very crude and uh, sort of like drawn with some icons instead of like building shapes or labels. So like the wooden shoe is actually like a shoe on the map. It's like the, the clog. And he points to the clog... And runs his finger smoothly down 
to uh, outside the building, down the street to the right, takes the first left at a three-way intersection, and then at that corner there, uh, where there's a four-way intersection following the three-way, there's uh, a building that he points to, and it looks like a, a pig's head. A pig. Interesting. Good nod. Is this for me? Uh, what, the beer? Yes. Or are yes, they both of, for you? Yes, of course. Of course it's for you. She takes it and lifts it a little bit, like an inch off the the bar, and clumps it up against yours like a, with a thud. Uh, a bit sloshes from hers into yours, and then she brings it up for... to drink. Well, uh, I appreciate the directions. Let's see, it's uh, left, down three blocks, and then I should see the pig. Yes? Mike looks at the map to like memorize the route. Yeah, it's a right hand turn out of the building at the first <laughs> three way intersection. Take a left, <laughs> and then go that way until you get to a four way intersection. So uh, just you know, having another one of those dementia moments. So now that we know, we're not leaving yet, right? No, I. Okay, I was just. I just saw you pay that platinum. Seemed like a lot for just a couple of drinks. Well, well, it it was just for a a couple for each of us. Huh? Sounds good to me. She continues to drink. We come away from this duo here over to I think. Probably Iris, because it's going to take, I think it's going to take a while for the Troy Rubin duo. It's going to gonna take a couple hours. Yeah. That's crazy. They'll probably be sliding in uh, after everyone is sleeping, maybe, I'd assume. Yeah, we'll see. probably. It's going to take pretty much the whole night. All right, then. Um, Iris will then just be idly reading... Uh, her old spell book that she got back. I was and, correct uh, in the recap, right? She was like sobbing in her grandmother's yes, room. Yes. Yes. Okay. Because mostly, you know, she learned that. Uh, at least if they, if that dude was right, like, you know, France are dead for nothing. Yeah. And worse about that is that they didn't love her. So yeah, that one stings a little. Um, so she's gonna read the book and uh, she'll. Uh, She'll have the, the spark in her hand, since it was mentioned a lot by Damon. She doesn't know Wait. exactly why it's needed or what it's about, but... I think there might have been a miscommunication. Why? Um, what's up, what's up? You're under the impression that Iris's parents didn't care about her? Well, from what he said, yeah. Well, he said it doesn't have to be somebody that the caster cares about. It has to be somebody that cares about the caster. Indeed, and it didn't work. It doesn't work. need to be mutual. Um, but, or rather, but all, uh, fair enough. Uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't say that. Okay, okay. I think that the the parents made it pretty clear in uh, like at Ulmir's Gate. That, yeah, but like that's the thing about Ulmir's Gate. I didn't know if it was all gaslighting or if it was actually them. <laughs> like, fair, fair. I, I don't know. That. Okay, so continue. Sorry. But uh, yeah, anyway, she'll be uh, she'll be reading uh. 
the passages about that in the book or trying to find them if possible if they're still there and uh she'll just idly be playing with the spark in her left hand aka her ghost hand okay i mean damon mentioned it a couple times she still doesn't know what it does exactly or what it is but it might be time to examine it i would say looking through the pages as you're reading you probably don't find anything that you didn't already know mm -hmm. figured um it's more like but, walking down memory lane more than anything. Yeah. She's read but this Damon, book like a million times. Damon did say that he had figured it out or that he had found it or something along those lines. Um, and so maybe it's just a puzzle. Who knows? Fair um, enough. As for the spark, it's a very unassuming kind of lump of stone. It is a... Uh, it's sort of ivory in color. Other than that, it's smooth at some edges, sharper at other edges, but not like thorn sharp or anything. And looks like any stone that could have been picked up off the ground. Just ivory. All right. Um, then in that case, uh, Iris will attempt to identify specifically the features of this item. Okay. Like actually identify? Yes. Okay. How long does that take again? Like eight or eleven? Uh, in terms of minutes, yeah, it's a, it's a ten. Actually, it's a one, but uh, using it as a ritual, which doesn't spend a spell slot, I believe. Let me uh, let me double check you on that. Yeah, I thought it was some like weird amount of minutes, like eight or eleven. Been or a little while since so I use that. Yeah, identify is ten minutes, but it, uh, it's one minute, but it's a ritual. So using it as a ritual is ten, so eleven total. Okay. I will use it as a ritual since I've got nothing but time right now. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm not sure how much to reveal. Well, I will. Kind of tell us everything. everything. <laughs> I'll post it if you want, but I will do. Yeah. I'll DM you. I'd like you to actually tell me the end of the campaign. Be a lot cooler if you did. Oh, we all live and settle down happily somewhere. Oh, that's cool. The world doesn't die? Huh. There ain't no settling down for me. Lovely. We're gonna live. Hmm. Okay. Then in that case, uh, once that's done, does anything happen when I try to charge it, quote-unquote? Um, I don't know. How do you try and charge it? Uh, well, we'll just do something simple. Like, I will cast a spell at it. Okay, what spell? Some, something simple. I'll just cast, like, a mage armor or something. You know, nothing that'll cause anything to explode, but still at first level, too, so it's nothing big. Okay. The As you, like, cast the spell, with kind of, like, the idea of, of charging the spark in mind, the spell doesn't cast, but rather the stone itself doesn't glow, but it does look slightly brighter. As if uh, somebody in the room had turned on a light. It's it's a difference of like a single shade. Okay. But also the stone itself feels uh, like room temperature. Then Iris will attempt something bigger this time, seeing as it clearly reacted to her doing this. She'll uh, she'll cast uh, there confusion on the knowing. Of course, it can't really affect an inanimate object, but it's a higher level spell slot, so. Being okay, a fourth. fourth. 
Shall I see okay. if it, if there's any sort of difference in how much it seems to affect a stone? It maybe feels like a degree warmer and and is a couple shades brighter or a shade brighter. Once again, still not glowing or like emitting its own light or anything like that. Just I think enough to confirm that it that it something is happening to it. Okay. And to a stronger degree that it was with mage armor, or about the same? Uh, a slightly stronger degree. Okay. Fair enough, then. Well, in that case, uh, Iris will just stay in that room for a while. Uh, mainly, you know, until someone really comes to get her. She doesn't really intend to step out of this room on of her own volition. And she will keep using her spells to... Like, I will just go down the list... Use all first level, then all second, all so on and so forth to just charge the stone. Okay. Um, of course, like it's actually restricted by your uh, available spell slots. Mm -hmm. um, so I just need to kind of I can, know. Yeah, what sure. Spells and whatnot. Uh, do you need a sp specific spell or just levels? I can tell you. I'll send you a DM about how much is in each section. Levels is fine. Okay. Total levels. So three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, eighteen, twenty-six. There you go. Thirty-six, forty-two. Is that correct? Hold on. And that takes into account so. like the the four and the one yeah. that you just used, right? Yeah. Uh, no, that doesn't. That doesn't. I was so plus four plus one. We're at forty-seven total. Okay. And yeah, I mean, this will take a while, of course, because some of her spells like take like 10 plus ish minutes to cast. Um, but she'll just stay in this room, kind of just clutching on the stone and rocking back and forth, like sitting against the wall just on the floor. Okay. And by the time that you would finish, the stone would feel warm to the touch, but not hot. And it would be uh, kind of like the color of... Hmm printer paper maybe where it's like a flat white um there are, it's not illuminating its own light or or sorry emitting its own light or anything like that or glowing but it's it's like a, a visible don't light, worry like i know light. all about the color of printer paper <laughs> true <laughs> okay then we will come away from here if that's just all you're going to be doing for a while oh wait first Somewhere in between doing all of this, uh, you are slightly interrupted, perhaps. All right. Well, the, uh, Iris, uh, I don't know. Uh, no time frame given. Uh, people heading there from everywhere. Uh, don't have long. Who is this? How do you know about? And it cuts off. Yeah, it was uh, no, yeah, far in responding to your message asking about when they'll be at Ulmer's gate. Gotcha. Can you send me the uh, audio clip just so I can re-listen to it? Yeah, sure, sure, sure. I forgot to, to do that in the previous session. All good. Uh, well, so. I will need to wait for my spells to recharge to send them a reply. True. But, okay. uh, yeah, thank you. Yep, so now that we have done that, now I can go back to my normal mic instead of my voice mod mic, and... I guess we're back to... We'll come over to Ruben and Troy, actually, for a little bit. You guys are like... I don't know. 
it's it's been a while since you guys have started. We'll say mm -hmm. we'll say forty five an hour maybe. Um, you guys have cleared out the rooms that were upstairs, uh, aside from the one that Iris is in. So two of the rooms upstairs and one of the rooms from downstairs, but they were all kind of like the lighter rooms, the ones with less going on. And uh, do you guys worry about the one in the attic? Definitely save that for last, because okay. uh, <laughs> they've got more important people to uh, bury. Got you, got you. Okay, yeah, so like three rooms down, um, which leaves you guys... Shoot. Let me scroll up. There's a total of... So that would be like... I think there's rooms. like... So there was like... What, we cleaned up like the dissected body... Um, yeah, like the collage that was upstairs. Yeah, the collage. Um, in the room that Iris is in, fair enough, there's only like one body there. Yeah, DG snapped his own neck, right? Yeah, so you mm -hmm. guys don't have a, a whole lot left to worry about upstairs, and you're already getting into the downstairs stuff, which there's a total yeah. of five rooms downstairs. going to save that room for a second to last. Mm -hmm. um, and so there's no other room upstairs that we haven't searched, right, besides the, obviously the attic and the... Um, her her grandmother's room correct yeah then it's uh, it's downstairs they go mm -hmm. all right um we have two choices the kitchen or the bedroom first honestly i feel like we should do the basement get the smaller portions out of the way first and and then do the the main floor. Alright. Uh, I suppose. Uh, well, uh... Nothing in the armory. I remember that much. It's all in the, uh... The cellar. Right, yeah. Bloody hell. Mm-hmm. Alright, let's do it. And, you know, he kind of turns to go through the kitchen and then towards the staircase and then down. Hey! And he's like talking to you while you guys are doing things like you're picking up a body, moving it, or whatever, and he's talking mm -hmm. to you. And yes. Ah, he like lifts a fucking body off one of the hooks or whatever it was hanging by. Could you make out any of the shouting in the attic? Um, not really. No. Uh, I Iris was being quiet, as always, so I couldn't really tell what she was saying. Ah. The other one was shouting, though. What was he saying? I don't know. That's why I'm asking you. I wish you'd shouted a bit clearer. Would I be able to roll something to see if I understood anything that was going on up there? Um, I would allow... I think it's reasonable that you could roll, like, a perception. Uh, and based on the perception, like, okay. how much you understood of, of what was happening upstairs. Because it was... Like, you guys could hear the creaking from the basement. Yeah. So I Well, we weren't in the basement. We were right below the attic. We're in that room. Yeah, what I'm saying is you guys could yeah, hear good the creaking upstairs from the basement. Like, oh, I, oh, I see what I you're saying. I think that it's fair that you could uh, hear some shouting from, like, a matter of it. 10 feet away. All right, let me, uh, let me roll. 15. 15. I think that it's... 
I think that it's fair that you heard uh, kind of maybe his surprise when he was like, hey, you know, one more kiss. Um, and I think it's fair that you could have understood him calling her a, a stupid bitch. And I think you probably would have made out him saying the word spark probably once. Oh, there we go. My, uh, yeah, grab the other end of this. And he's like holding, uh, of course, by the shoulders. I, uh, was able to make out a few words, I think. Uh, I'm going to go chronologically. I don't care which order you're going. Well, uh, he called her a bitch. I remember that part. Naturally. Uh, he said something about a about a spark but given the noise we heard sounded like they probably lit each other on fire so that's not surprising ooh which uh, reminds me I'm not looking forward to moving him well that's why we're saving him for last right yeah and uh hmm Something about a kiss, or something. See, that was at the beginning, though. Right, yeah. Okay. About all I got. Not really sure how to make sense of it, but whatever. I suppose either she'll tell us what happened, or we'll never know. I think I might... I'll let it go for tonight. And then tomorrow, when we're presumably on the road, then I'll pester her. On the road. Yeah, well, where to now? Think about it. We came here for this. Now, uh... I don't know. I think, uh... Stay here and... Lord over these sad fucks. No, no. There's a lot to do. I'm just never in one place for long. Yeah. True. Alright, you ready to take this up the stairs? Yeah. When we come back down, we should maybe cut all them down at once and then carry them. Could be, uh, could be a good idea. I feel Let's bad. do this one. Yeah. Okay. We will probably come away from here then. And go back to Tamakti and Lanya. Uh, assuming that you guys drank all the drinks that you wanted before you were ready to leave here, unless you had anything else that you want to talk about here or talk to here, how many drinks do you think there would have been? I mean, how strong is the ale? It's probably pretty stepped on. You say stepped on? Yeah. What the fuck does that mean? Is that beer Weak. talk? Oh, uh, I don't know. Like a, We'll say 4.4%. That's fucking nothing for a guy like me, for a guy like Tamaki. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not you, your character. Yeah, yeah, four percent below five percent. He's definitely Tamaki's probably gonna drink four and feel pretty good. Okay. Lanya probably has three, and she's she refuses. Absolutely to plastered. No, she's just, just just beside herself. It's embarrassing. No, she's maybe a little bit wobbly, but not like incoherent or anything like that she uh she just refuses the fourth drink 
Right, well, um, why don't we go find the pig? Um, sure. Uh, you remember the way, right? Yes, it's right, three blocks, or uh, into a, right into a three-way intersection, and then left, uh, four blocks, I think, until we see a pig. Uh, okay. What? You don't think that's right? No, it sounds about right, I guess. I don't remember very much, actually. Uh, I mean, you could ask him again if you want. We did pay him pretty good. He doesn't He's... seem like the kind that wants to talk or explain things. I saw the way he looked at you under his eyebrows. I think... I think maybe he just... He can't speak. He would whisper that. So as not to seem rude. You know what I'm saying? Uh, right. Yeah, I I think you got the directions okay. Okay. She gets away from the table and starts to stumble on over towards the, the door. Like, not really, like, tripping or anything like that. Just, just kind of swaying a little bit, you know? The buzz walk. Yeah. The door is already open. We'll follow her out. The door's already open, so she makes her way out, and she slips on the mud just outside the door, but doesn't fall to the ground. She kind of, like, catches herself, um, kind of has to, like, bounce for a moment, and then... You said to the right first? Yes. Okay, right we go. Say, Tamakti, tell me a bit more about the manor. Sorry, I said that again. Someone was talking to me. Oh, you're fine. Tamakti, tell me a bit more about the manor. What do you want to know? I don't know, just tell me anything. To pass the time so we don't walk in silence. He was... it was... Um, it was just pretty spooky, to be honest. It, uh, some, some very bad stuff went down there. Um, yeah? Mutilations. Yeah. Gruesome murder. Yeah. Haunting. Yeah. Hallucinations. Yeah. Um, just, you know, general nastiness. Sure. Yeah. I don't recommend it. Do you... I'm sure you've been around a lot of campfires with other people. Anyone ever tell a scary story that really stuck with you? In the north, they had tons of stories about all the arch wolves and hunting accidents and being up in the mountains and hearing noises and blah, 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 this, that, you know, all the legends and folklore. Do you have any it, good uh, stories? It may surprise you to hear this, Lanya, but Tomakti uh, Morel, he would uh, gesture to himself with a thumb, is not a fan of uh, scary things. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I suppose I could have put that together, two and two. Why seemed... could you have put that together? Well, you just seemed unsure about going into the manor to begin with. Well, well, it's not like I'm a coward or anything. I don't think you're a coward. It's don't just, worry, uh, that's not what I was saying to Makti. Just not my favorite, uh, you know, I mean... Uh, you weren't there. It was spooky, all right. Right, okay. 
anyways, um, she keeps walking. You guys come to a three-way intersection. Mm. Said something about a three-way intersection. Yes. There's well, here we are. There's straight Indeed. and left. Yes. Yes. Yes, and Demarcus would look one way, <laughs> then he would look the other. Maybe that tail was not as weak as I thought. Uh, hold on a second. He would uh, fish into one of his many pockets and pull out <laughs> a mirror and try and... There's probably like a a, a candle or a... A, a torch, probably. Yeah, it's a, a torch. Um, and he's going to attempt to uh, catch the light of the torch in this mirror and he's gonna hold it up to his mouth um and say uh if I go left at this intersection will I find the pig in okay so the three options are wheel woe and wheel in woe and then there's nothing yes okay wheel is good right yes woe is bad woe is bad yeah uh wheel aha he would uh, he would kind of wrap the mirror lightly with the knuckle of his other hand. I oh, know. Man. His baby's never let me down, you know that Lanya. The mirror? Uh, yes. I don't get it, but okay. I could show it to you some uh, I suppose I could have just basically. Alright, you see these carvings here on the mirror? He kind of like scooch over to her and hold it so that she can see the carvings. So which way? What? Which way do we go? Uh, yes, of course. He would he would tuck the mirror into one of his pockets. No, no, no. <clears throat> you can explain it. Just no, no. It's it's fine. She just okay. did you who? Uh, uh... No, really. You can keep it out and explain it to me. I just think we should keep moving. No, sure, it's, 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 it's... I'm looking for Askers. It's it's to the left. Okay, so. Walk with me and tell me about the mirror. Yeah, so the mirror has a few carvings in it that mean different things. I uh, catch the light in the mirror, ask it to... She snores a couple times, turning to you and smiling, jokingly. Damn, bro. I'm this bitch cold. She got the riz tonight. Alright, you know, actually, I think it was the other way. Maybe you should go and check. Let's <laughs> see. <laughs> uh, I'm just joking, Tamakti. You know that, right? Mm. I, I would hope that you would know me well enough by now to know that I wouldn't actually be that rude to you and mean it. Mm-hmm. After would, all, you bought would, tonight's drinks. You would take one more look at, uh, at his mirror and then tuck it away. Oh, sad, sad to mark to you. 300 years old, but he took that one like a fucking kid. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have any coin with me. Really? You can give a coin to this guy? To what guy? You guys are like a block on your way. Like, you took the left, you've traveled about a block now. And uh, like out of the torch light, more like in the in the shadows, there's a guy. He's probably a bit stinky has some greasy hair a long sort of brown 
uh, scraggly beard with some like uh, it's not a very full beard, so it's like patchy on the cheeks, um, and the lengthy part is kind of like under his chin. He's wearing uh, some sort of brown, raggish-looking clothes, uh, and he's holding out a a cup for coins, um, but not like pleading for it out loud or anything like that. And he doesn't have like a sign that says like, "Hey, I need coin. Give me coin." Um, he's just sitting there. Tamati looks around. Are they alone on the street? Yeah, I mean, there's maybe a couple people, two houses down, just standing outside of a building, uh, talking. Hmm. Weird. What? What's so weird about it? Well, it's just... It's not every day you... see a beggar in the middle of the street in the small town in the middle of the night. Well, I'm sure there are people like him everywhere. No, oh, yes, there are, but not in a small town in the middle of the night. Well, where else would he go if he's a beggar? In the hole? In the ground? No, it's just typically they don't... Uh, well, they just don't typically congregate in the small towns. They have much better luck in cities. It's all the time saying. Well, I, the furthest city is... I don't know. You know the area far better than I would. How far is the nearest city from here? Maybe he doesn't even have enough coin to get food to go to one. <clears throat> here, Tamakti would, would uh, fetch a couple gold coins from one of his pouch. If you feel so strongly about it... um. Why don't you, uh, tell him the way to the pig? He can get himself a room for the night. Okay, it's this way, right? She points down the road the, the way that you guys are already headed. Yes, it's exactly, that's, yeah. That's and that's right. it? No other turns? <laughs> I sure hope not. Mm, maybe we invite him to walk with us then? You stand closer to him, I'll stay on the other side of you. Why? So I don't get stabbed or something. Oh, so now he's not just a hopeless beggar. He's potentially a murderer as well. Well, you never know. People come from all walks of life. Sure. I'll stand I in between some you. I people on a boat, remember? Uh, yes. She kind of looks like a bit remorseful, like maybe she shouldn't have said that. Okay, so... And she looks at her... The coin that you're offering. How, mon- how much is it? I'll give her three gold. Three gold, okay. Yeah, that's a lot of money. Okay, I will take these then. And she pinches them like the three stack between her thumb and her index finger. She walks over and deposits the first... Or eh, Probably all at the same time, just drops them into the cup. There's a couple clangs and his head kind of like bobs up. Uh, maybe he was sleeping, maybe he wasn't. Um, but his head bobs up, and he and he looks at her, and then looks at you, and looks at her. Thank you. She probably looks to you. I don't really want to have a conversation with myself. You are very welcome. He turns the cup to look at, like, look down into the cup a little bit. Are you just planning on sleeping out here on the street tonight? No, I think this is enough coin to get where I'm going. And where is that? He 
sort of like turns his head to to look down the road to his left and then down the road to his right, kind of getting his his bearings. Maybe he's just groggy or or something. Ah, uh, I think it's that way. He nods his head towards the direction that you're headed. How what do wait? What do you turn to get to the pig? I am yeah. Well, uh, we're going the same way. Can I walk with you? Absolutely. Lanya gives you a smile, and uh, she re- kind of extends a hand down for him to like help himself up. He takes it, and a little bit shakily, probably a little bit weak or tired, maybe, uh, makes his way to standing, and kind of like he's hunched over a little bit, and arches his back backwards. You hear a couple cracks. Uh, lead the way, then. He uh, waits for you to start walking and then would probably just walk beside you. Lanya makes a point to stand on the other side of you. All right. I guess we just... We walk. I used to be a musician, actually. Really? I... Um, my instrument broke. It was a lovely loot. Passed down from... My father. How did it break? Uh, A horse stepped on it. I was playing. Man pushed me over. Said I was a a bum. And uh, then a wagon that was passing by stepped on it. That was some time ago, maybe two months. That's bad luck, I'm sorry. It was. That was how I made all my money. Barely got Mm. by. I tried telling stories and poems and such. It never took off. Nobody had an ear for it. No one wanted to listen. Thank you again, by the way. You're welcome. Perhaps I'll tell you a poem? A story? Sure. Why not? We're still three blocks down, so a bit of a time to pass. He coughs into his hand, uh, or into his balled-up fist. It's a little bit wet, kind of like a wet cough, and, and w- once he clears his throat, he uh, he turns to look at you. Sorry, just waiting for this song to be over. I gotta know what song's next, actually. <laughs> good, good, good. Sometimes inspiration used to just come to me. And other times, the well of creativity was a bit low, so to speak, if you understand what I mean. And so I turned to things that I had heard, or seen, or experienced, and just said them as they were. Sometimes putting a twist on things, sometimes flourishing them a bit, but never lying and never exaggerating. But this one... It just came to me one day. I don't remember why or or how. He takes a moment to think, kind of like squinting to the side, watching the passing buildings as you're walking by, the squelch of mud underneath you, his throat a bit hoarse, swallows once more. The hour is low, and the skies peel away, for hell shall come down to warn us. 
of monsters and mortals. The flames in the frost, not distant enough not to scorn us. Of wishes and thoughts and dreams too distraught. Of nightmares no longer forlorn us. Of creatures and beasts far worse than we've seen. Hell has come down here to warn us. Said the beggar to the seraph. Tamakti looks at him. That is quite an interesting poem. Yeah, it never made much sense to me, in honesty. Where but did you get it again? I don't know, it just came to me. One day. Earlier in the day, actually. I just had some scraps for breakfast. It just came to you. Aye, it did. Like I said, it was catchy, so I kept it. I liked it, I said it to myself a few times and memorized it. Maybe a couple of the words were lost along the way. You know, you never remember anything fully the first time you think of it. And so I kind of filled in the gaps a bit, but I think I did it justice. It just, like I said, it stuck with me and I never made much sense of it. Hell has come here to warn us. Mm. Yeah, but down. Shouldn't be from up. But I couldn't think of anything else that rhymed, I guess, that made sense. So I just kept it the way I thought of it. I hope it's worth the coin. It is, thank you. And there it is. Ah, oh, sweet home. Fair for a night. Thank you, again. You are very welcome. I hope you have a pleasant evening. Aye, aye. You too. Whatever it is that you're doing. Sleeping, I guess. They used to have baths here, but... No more. Things have changed a lot in the last week or so. Two weeks, maybe. The days blend together. Since the people started going missing. Yeah, everything's been a bit different. People are a bit different. A bit less talkative, and when they are talkative, not always in the best moods. Things are just not the same. Uh, perhaps they shall return to normal soon enough. Anyway, by all means. And he opens the door, gestures for you to go in. Allow me to get the door for you, if nothing else. Thank you. Tamakti, uh, we'll turn to Lanya. Ladies first. She gives you a warm smile and makes her way in, walking into, uh, uh, I suppose that the entry room would kind of be like just a, a rectangular room with a hallway, and then to the side of that hallway is some stairs, and to the left, on the opposite side of those stairs and hallway, um, there would just be kind of like a front desk. It's not really a drinking hall or anything like that. It's The bar is clearly separate from the... Uh, sort of like a motel, I guess. Mm-hmm. Well... Is there like a, a night manager? There is. There's uh, a man. And like over top of him. And you are also probably saw the same sign outside. Like hanging from a couple chains. There's a... Uh... <laughs> Uh, a carving with some like kind of painted on colors of a pig in a blanket. Interesting. What do you say a pig in a blanket? Huh? 
I said, I said, when you say a pig in a blanket, do you mean a the literal thing, like an actual a pig, literal in, a pig in a literal <laughs> bed? But gotcha. like the blanket is the focus. Interesting. Hmm. The striking painting. Thank you. Carved it myself. Ah. Uh, Here for the night. Yes, indeed. Good, good. Two gold each. Mm-hmm. Used um, to be five. Quite the discount. We're running low on, uh, uh, well, people coming and going, you know. Not many people need a night here when most people have left. So I've heard. Tell me, um, do you have a discount for uh, a group rate? He looks at Lanya and looks at you. Without shifting his head, just like eyes turn to her, eyes turn to you. We have uh, more than just the two of us coming. I, I, I figure that much, but you're not going to haggle me, are you? I'm already as steep as I can go. Tamakti gets a, a look of fire in his eyes. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm about to run you down for all you own. Yes, I suppose that's a fair point. It does seem you've fallen on harder times. I do. I don't even employ anyone anymore. It's just me here. Well, how many beds to a room? Some rooms have one, some rooms have two. It's either uh, one big bed or two small beds. I see, so I suppose we'll need um, one two bedroom and three one bedrooms. Okay, so let me get this straight. So three rooms with big beds, one room with two small beds. What's the price difference on the, the small bedroom? Price is the same. Yeah, sure. We'll go with that. Okay. That'll be eight. Eight go. Sure. Tomakti would fish it out of his pouch and hand it across. Thank you, thank you. Good business. Uh, he turns around there's like a, a rack of like hanging keychains and they're like kind of the classic old keys like the long ones the skinny long ones and he uh s kind of like tosses uh onto the table over his shoulder um one two three four rings of keys and they're uh just two keys per ring mm -hmm. rooms two three six and eight very well Thank you. Will you be staying for just the one night or two nights? Uh, undetermined as of this moment. Right, then we'll talk about it again tomorrow. Or later tonight. It will Maybe. probably be tomorrow. If you say so. I do. He's kind of like a tubby man. A very large, uh, kind of like belly that sticks out and bumps into the counter. And um, has like kind of like <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. What's it called when you have like a a double chin, but the chin is like huge? Quintuple chin. Oh, uh... <laughs> quintuple chin, straight up. 
It's not like multiple roles. It's just like one big. <laughs> He's just fat, like straight up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> look in, uh, look in D and D general to be. Wow. It's so, like it's like that. Yeah, well, that man is built. Oh my god, he tubbed up for real. Yeah, that's kind of like what I'm talking about. But he doesn't look like this guy. This, this he guy just looks like a bean, like straight up. <laughs> yeah, kind of like a bean. Anyway, shaped like a bean. So, anyways, he uh, he hands you the keys <clears> and he gives you kind of like a, a jolly smile, like a big crooked toothy jolly smile. Anything I can get you for the night? Such as extra pillows, blankets, candles, parchment, ink. I think we are good. All right. Well, here, take these as a gift from me to you. He kind of like takes a deep breath and then sort of bends down underneath the table to grab. You hear like a clunk and he raises them up, clops them onto the table. It's a pair of clogs, wooden shoes. Do I, do I wear these? If you want to. Help. Are they are they purely decorative or? I don't know. Uh, are they your size? I don't know. Let's see. Tamaki would grab one and hold it up against the bottom of his shoe to see if the soles line up. It's a little bit small. Might be cramped. Hmm. These might be more your size, Lanya. She takes them and kind of like using the counter to balance because she's still a little bit wobbly. Uh, places the base of one shoe up against her boot and uh, I'd say it's a pretty close fit. Uh, sorry, I, I had a brain fart for a moment while I, was, while I was thinking about what equipment she was wearing. She's wearing like a... What equipment? What armor did you guys buy her? Wasn't it like some cool leather or some shit? Or like studded leather? I can't remember to be honest with you. But keep it a buck. I thought it was half plate. I thought it was half plate as well. Yeah. I think it might be half plate. It's half plate. It, well, you might very well be correct. Because yeah. we bought it from those those hunters who didn't have any yeah. use for it anymore. Yeah. Because they were yeah. all about like we use leather now. Fuck that half plate shit. Yes, that was that was how it went. Okay. Then yes, she's wearing. Um, I can't even remember my own first name sometimes, but right. I can remember that. Oh, see, it's a fit for someone. So it would seem. Right, well, <clears throat> enjoy them. Lanya gives sort of like a, a half smile, like a, yeah, sure, to you and then to, to the guy. Right. Well, uh, we're going to go find our compatriots and bring them back here, I suppose. Right. Good luck. <laughs> I'm staring at this. <laughs> yes. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> that man's struggling to talk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he just has a toilet beyond the fucking gun. <laughs> <clears throat> Goodbye. Bye. 
<laughs> he really is pushing one out. Jeez. I'm trying to do this without laughing. It just gets harder the more you try and do it without laughing. We'll, we'll see you later. <laughs> okay, he says he waves you off. He just waves you off. We'll be, we'll be back. <laughs> yeah, still waves you. Gives All you right. A nod. Have a good night then. Nah, oh, wait a minute. You know what? What happened to the old the old man that opened the door for it? Yeah, what did happen to him? Monkey turns around. The beggar. He looks for the beggar. beggar. Uh, what is the gentleman that uh, came in with us? I'm not sure. He was holding the door. Did he not I, follow us in? I thought he came in right behind us. I guess it was kind of out of my mind the moment that I walked in and saw uh, this man here at the counter and was ready to buy rooms, I guess. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So, we go looking then for the others? Uh, excuse me. Kind sir. Yes. The the gentleman that opened the door for us. Did you see him come in as well, or? He kind of like looks to his right, looks to his left. What? The the gentleman that came in with us. What gentleman? The... Never mind. You held the door for the nice lady? No. You went in first? Mm. You might have had a bit too much to drink, sir. I advise you to cease looking for your friends and rest. Very well. Goodbye. Goodbye. Anyways, we should go get our friends. Okay. Very strange what happened to that man. What man? The fat one? No, the the beggar. I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? I don't know. You don't think it's weird that he opened the door for us? It, it is strange. It was a gamble that we took in giving him the coin. He did tell us a cool story, I guess, sort of, kind of. He just seemed so sure that he was going to be getting a room. It's weird. Maybe he forgot something somewhere and had to go back to get it and will be there later tonight. Or maybe he just ran off and got some beer. You never know, Tamakti. She shrugs. I suppose you're right. We well. Can... Oh, sorry, go ahead. One thing is for sure. Mm-hmm. I better not find them back at the clog drinking. Be very upset. I would be too. Naturally. Right, well, let's head back. We come away from here and back to... Probably Iris. I'd say by now you've probably spent all your spells. Sounds good. And the rock isn't shining that much. Yeah, it's not like shining or anything like that. It's just it went from kind of like a pale ivory or like a dull ivory to now like a a very clear, clean ivory. Okay. She just kind of looks at it like frustrated, holding it in her fingers, like clearly tired at this point, like sweating yeah. a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Not even strong enough to charge a fucking rock. What are you? What do you do? 
She kind of just looks at it, like, intently. As if it's going to respond, of course, but no, because it's a rock. Um, and she just puts it back in her pocket. And, uh, she's going to stand up. She'll, uh, she'll leave the room. Okay. And, uh, she will head for the attic. Okay. I would say probably at this point, Troy and... Ruben have been going in and out of rooms on the main floor. Mm-hmm. Probably, about, probably about two rooms left downstairs. Uh, the two more gruesome ones, like the um, the dining the hall. The bedroom and the kitchen. And the, yeah. Um, so those two rooms, and you said you went to the attic? Yes. So staying on the second floor. Mm-hmm. And are you going up the chair and actually into the attic, or just into that yes. room? Yes, into okay. it. Okay. You climb up. It's dark. It's dusty. It's dank. And above all, there's now the smell of uh, starting to get stale corpse. That gotcha. Demon. She'll just look down at his body for a few minutes here. <sighs> Wish I had a way of speaking to you. When you were sane. What did you want with this rock? What secrets was it holding? Why were you so interested? I suppose more importantly, what happened to you? But it's useless now. She's gonna, like, kneel down next to him. Mm -hmm. You weren't so bad once, you know? I suppose I did lose my way. I'm sorry for that. And, um... Other than the the book, he didn't have anything on him, right? He just had his clothes, essentially. Like, yeah, just his clothes, and they were kind of like all bloody and torn and stuff like that. A couple like slashes across the tunic that uh that left scars underneath or scabs, I, I should say, underneath the um, where the cuts were by somebody trying to defend themselves in the chaos of all of this. But they clearly didn't get him. Mm-hmm. Um. Casting light upon the room, is there anything else in this attic? Or was he sort of here in an empty attic? Or, you know, with a bunch of just miscellaneous boxes? Is light a cantrip? Uh, yes. It is not a spell slot. Um, sorry, what were you looking for? Just any, anything just, else of note? Yeah, just what was he essentially trying to figure out what he was doing in the attic? Unless he was just hiding here, like that was his whole thing. Um, judging by the lack of stuff up here, I think he was probably just hiding that sounds good um, well not sure who you were hiding from no one was coming here despite everything you betrayed me and I can't forgive that she will start dragging the corpse and just literally toss it down the hole where it lands on the chair got it Ruben at some point during all of this you're you're a crash or a loud thud from upstairs. Um, we should check on that. She'll hop down to the attic and uh, kind of dust herself off. Assuming, of course, the body lifted a, a fair amount of dust landing on this uh, unclean floor. And uh, this room is not the master, correct? Just so I'm remembering, correct. right? This is the guest room. Okay, cool. Is there a window or a balcony 
looking outside, like towards the cliffside of where the, because uh, I've always imagined or had it in my mind that the castle essentially sits on, not the middle of the town, but like on its edge. And on its edge is like a semi-tall cliff. Mm -hmm. I would say, uh, yeah, that, that could be okay. Sounds good. It's there, and, and there's definitely a, a balcony. Like, there's balconies on all the, the rooms on the second floor here. Gotcha. Then she'll start dragging his body towards that balcony. Okay. I would say as you're dragging it over there, uh, probably... She has obvious difficulties doing so. She's not particularly strong She's, or nothing. Yeah, what's her strength score? Uh, Iris' strength one. is... Uh, let's see. Eight. Like a, okay, yeah. I thought so it was minus like one. And she's definitely not strong, considering, of course, one of her arms isn't even, like, real. Yeah. Then I would say that Troy and Ruben probably, as Ruben said, we should go check on that. they probably go upstairs and check on that, I would guess. And uh, maybe you're, like, a foot away from, mm -hmm. from That's drag, dragging it, like, all the way to the balcony when... Uh, do you guys just barge right in, or do you, like... <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Iris? That was the sound of the door opening. She stares up as she's dragging him by the foot. What? Is everything alright? Heard a... Oh. He kind of like notices the corpse. The <laughs> right. Um, we can handle that. You're giving us a hand. I'm throwing him overboard. She points to the balcony. He shrugs. How I don't come? know what you plan to do with the other bodies, but this one doesn't deserve a burial. Not after what he did to me. I intend to repay that favor. Hopefully, however death works, he feels it somewhere, wherever he is now. Yeah. That's Ruben nods a little bit. Alright. Uh, I'd recommend burning the body when you're done. One less for us. So, do whatever. He nods. Sure. I can handle that. And, uh, he'll head back out of the room. Uh, Troy oh. sticks... Oh, I was just gonna say, Troy uh, lingers for a moment, just kind of like She just looks him. at him. So, you want a hand? Why not? He gives you kind of like a sad smile, like a corner of his lips, and just trudges over. It's amazing how much heavier, heavier we get when we're dead. I agree. I did not expect him to be so heavy. Though to be fair, I've never been particularly strong. Yeah. Here, um, hold him up here. Iris will pull out a, a large flask of oil from her, uh, from her belt. And uh, the balcony is in stone, I assume, right? Yeah. Okay. Then she'll start dousing the body in said oil. Okay. What were you saying? Sorry. She finishes and just kind of chucks the flask away. I was just going to ask if you were all right. I'm fine. He's dead. Thank fine. the gods. Fine as in good or fine as in bad? She just, like, raises her head for a moment and looks at him. What do you think? I don't know, just... 
trying to help? I don't know. Really, I don't know how to answer you. I feel good and bad at the same time. Confused. And uh, more questions than I started with. There is no way to get answers now. Right. I don't know what to do with this town either. They'll need a new leader. And I suppose that's my responsibility, but... Uh, he kind of like... While he's still holding up this body, just kind of like does the waving kind of things away gesture. like The dismissive, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dismissive wave. Are they really, though? They're technically my people. They were, once upon a time. But now they're just fuckers. Now fuck them. I suppose. But still, this place was built by my grandparents. They risked everything to come here. I suppose I should do something. If only for that. Well, however I can help, you just let me know, I guess. I'm sure the same goes for Ruben and Timokti. He gives you a hard time, you guys bicker a bit, but I think it means well. I think you guys would get along great if you didn't run heads and exaggerate how badly you bought heads. And if you didn't chide him about being a seraph and stuff. But, what do I know? I've lived my whole life hunting things and not really talking to people. Well, you're not so bad at it. Thank you, Troy. Here. Throw him overboard for me. My pleasure. And mm. she'll stand on top of the railing, essentially, like, hoist herself up on the railing of the balcony. Yep. And he tosses the body right over. And uh, as it flips over to the other side, she'll uh, shoot a firebolt at the body to light it aflame. Since it's doused in oil, it should catch fairly easily. It, like, tumbles down the side. Down the rocks. Bashes a couple times. Aren't you a bit worried about fire spreading? Not down there. Be a shame if all that your grandparents worked for was up in flames. It won't burn. The trees here are... Well, let us just say I've never seen a forest fire in all my time living here. There is something about the wood. And well, this cliffside is... Too tall to reach the castle. At least it's wooden parts. Right, well. I should get back to Ruben. We've got work to finish. There's some thudding on the stairs. As he says that. I'll, um... I'll sit here a while. Just, uh... Come collect me when you're finished. Yeah, I will. She and she'll now. sit on... She'll sit on the balcony's edge. Like, kind of just her... You know, her legs in the air. It gives you a warm slap on the shoulder. I'll try to. He makes his way out of the room with a, a, a sort of quick walk and then uh, a light jog to try and catch up to wherever Ruben is. On my way! Uh, he's like halfway down the staircase dragging the corpse from uh, the grandmother's bedroom. Like Sorry. very precariously positioned. Uh, he's fine. Just trying to be a friend, I guess. Thank you. Now, uh, now help me with this. Yeah. 
he grabs onto whatever he can on the on the body and helps you bring it downstairs. And where are you guys sense. like depositing all of these this whole time? They're just really somewhere where it's like flat. I mean, you know, I imagine somewhere where they think it might be suitable to dig some dig some graves. You know. Got it. Got it. Yeah, I'd say probably just outside of the keep, like out the the like broken, destroyed front gates, and like off to the side. Yeah, then that's that's kind of where they're putting them. Okay, it's definitely a lengthy process. Do you mind if I shorthand a little bit then? Oh yeah, go for it. Okay, it's probably another hour before all of the rooms are finally done. You have everyone outside lined up. Um, and as you like, just bring out the last body. Coincidentally, Tamakti and Lanya make their way out. Uh, Tamakti, you would see Ruben and Troy. Uh, they're just outside of the the front gates. Hello. Fuck. Ready to be done with this. Uh, evening, Tamakti. Hope your night's going well. I got us some rooms. Good to know. Perfect. Uh, Thank you. Do you mind helping us? Sure. I need to dig a few holes. You would trudge over? Uh, I suppose we need a shovel for that. I'll go find one. Or a couple. No, no, no. I'll, uh, I'll do it. Just, um... Stay here a moment. Well, you got like a spell for it. No. And he starts walking back towards the keep. It'd be a lot cooler if you did. Yep. So, sorry, you said you're walking back towards the keep and what? He's just assuming that there's going to be some sort of shovel like down in the storerooms or something. Okay, or shovels. uh, We'll say that there's probably a couple stored in the armory. Gotcha. Off in a corner, not like on a rack or anything like that. Somebody just wasn't sure where to put it. Maybe and just put it in a the corner. There's, there's four. Yeah, he grabs the dusty shovels, and uh, then wanders his way back up, and uh, comes out to the group. Hands off to I suppose if there's like two or three, hands them to the dudes. There were a total of four. Oh, then hands them to everyone. Assuming that Lanya wants to take part. She doesn't mind. He gives her a nut. And uh, he starts digging. All right. He failed to mention that there were that many bodies in limbs. I said it was gross and scary, but... I told you it was a bad time, didn't I? Crunch. She digs into the ground. Scoop. Crunch. Yeah, you like her uh, shovel one, shovel noises. One shovel after another. Yeah, there were quite a few people in there. Shame, don't really know any of their names, but perhaps some of the locals can help identify them. Right, so. Are we not burying them tonight, or...? Well, we are. Um, just 
We don't need to mark each individual grave. Oh, gotcha. It's for the funeral rites. Right, yeah. Okay. Works, I guess. <laughs> I'd say then, unless anyone has anything else to say, it's probably a matter of 20, 30 minutes with the four of you that you dig enough into the ground uh, to kind of like mass grave these people. Gotcha. Is that um, the goal or? Yeah, I suppose so. I mean, there's a lot of unidentified bits and pieces there, so no idea who they belong to and wouldn't want to bury them in separate holes to so just bury them all in one. Got it. Okay. And, the, uh, oh. Are there drinks at that place that you got us the rooms at? No, but there are drinks elsewhere not far away from where I got us the rooms at. Okay, you'll just point it to me along the way so I can stop and get a couple drinks. Sure. <laughs> Putting the dirt back on after all the bodies are put in. Cyrus still just uh, in the in the keep. Yeah, she hasn't left. Still on that balcony. And done. <sighs> oh, fuck. That was a lot more work than I thought it would be. Yeah. Uh, uh, he like kind of like stretches out his arms feeling completely dead alright um I guess uh you won't go ahead I'll uh it'll take me a while to do this and if Iris comes out I'll point her towards where you're headed and if not I'll grab her before I leave oh yeah I'll just be in and out, grab a couple of tank goods for the road. You want one? Uh, no, no. Just Maybe, want to sleep. Do they have bottled drinks? I have no idea. They've got to. Right, well, alright. It's, it's possible, but... Uh... Okay, well... I guess, uh... I already said to get her when we leave, so maybe now just grab her. Uh, sure. I'll, I'll just go grab her. He jogs in, and you never hear from Troy again. <laughs> he fucking slips and dies in a hallway. Uh, he makes his way up the stairs, knocks on the door uh, leading to the, ba the balcony that you're at. Yes? We're about ready to go. Tamokti, myself, Lonya, uh, Tamokti and Lonya here, by the way. Those two, myself, and you. We got rooms for the night. Uh, uh, Ruben will, I guess, make his way. He'll, he'll find us, maybe. He's going to stay here and do some funeral rites or something. All right. So, so come on. She kind of just spins herself on the balcony and uh, fucking props herself off. She starts walking off towards the door. He lets you pass and then kind of like follows you down the hall, down the stairs and out if that's where you go. Yes. So then there you are with Tamakti, Lanya, and uh, Troy and Ruben is kind of off to the side just doing funeral rites. Yeah, he's like, he's like knelt down and saying some shit. shit. Yeah, you can't really it hear what it is. 
Welcome to hell, idiots. Yeah, for real. He's, uh, he's sending them straight to Tormach, actually. He's back. Lord Venin, take these souls. <laughs> no, he's not saying that in this one. Yeah. Alright, one, two, three, four. Don't wanna go? Uh, here it, Lanya. He would hold out all the keys. Um, I'll catch up with you all. You want to keep Ruben some company? Okay, then I will take them by the shoe and then to the pig, I guess. Yes, take them to the shoe and then the pig. You would not. And I'll see if that guy is there at the shoe, uh, or if he's in the spot he was in when we met him. Yes, make sure to look out for that guy in the shoe. He looks between the two of them, like, as if to say, what the fuck are you talking about? But she doesn't say anything. <laughs> Alright, um, Iris, you ready? Troy? Um, good, let's go. Troy kind of does the lead the way gesture. It is a matter of, I don't know, ten minutes of walking before you guys, um, uh, make your way to a now much quieter but still open uh, wooden shoe, the bar here. As previously described, um, the door is shut. There are two windows on the front side bordering each side of the door. And then on the right-hand side of the right wall, there's two more windows there. The room is slightly rectangular, very close to being square, though. And on the opposite wall from the, the doorway in is uh, a bar. There's nobody standing at it now. Um, and the barman is going around picking up tankards from tables that are empty and left behind and organizing chairs and and chairs that uh, don't really need to be down anymore because the people have left. He's just kind of like putting them up on the tables like how they do normally for like sweeping underneath the tables and the chairs. Mm -hmm. He uh, gives you guys a look as you come in and finishes putting up a, a chair before grabbing a couple of tankards off the nearby table and making his way back to the bar and behind it. He doesn't like to talk very much from what I guess. So just say what you want and he'll maybe tap on a table or something. I don't know. And uh, yeah, that's it really. Iris, you getting something? I don't know. Just uh, something to eat perhaps. That's all. Right. I'll, I'll take care of it then. I don't really mind whatever it is. I haven't eaten all day. Troy makes his way over to the counter, exchanges a few words, uh, the man procures like three bottles um, and sets them down on the counter. Troy thumbs out a few coins from a purse and the man goes about preparing like a, was it charcuterie board? What are they called? Charcuterie? Charcuterie. Yeah. yeah. Charcuterie board. Yeah. Love that shit. He whips For up real. A, a charcuterie board, but minus like any fruits, like really just kind of meats and cheeses and crackers. So a meat and cheese board. Yeah, meat and cheese and cracker board. And some Love nuts. Love to see it. Some nuts, too. What kind of nuts? Uh, I don't know. Almonds. Interesting. Cool. Almonds and walnuts. Good choice. Uh, it, it takes him maybe three minutes to whip one of those up. He's pretty quick. His, like, huge, kind of strong, meaty hands uh, are just kind of nimbly slicing away with the... 
with a, a very sharp looking knife. Troy comes back with like the three bottles kind of cradled in his arm, like against his chest and like sort of waiter waitress style <clears throat> carrying this board. He looks over his shoulder when he gets to you guys back towards the barman, then looks back to you three or two. Lanya and Iris. I think I think we can leave with the board if we just want to walk and eat. Well, we're staying here anyway, aren't we? Uh, I was under the impression we were meeting the others uh, at... What is it? At the pig. Oh, right. Um, sure. Let's go then. Okay, it's, it's this way. We take a right outside. There's a three-way intersection. We take a left there. And then we just go straight until we get to the pig. Why are you giving us direction like you're not going to be there? I am. I'm just saying it out loud. Oh. It's not a very far ways. She nods. I believe I remember the way vaguely. Let's go. Lanya grabs uh, like a cracker and stacks it with a piece of meat and cheese and starts to eat it. But rather than eating it in a single bite, even though it's a bite-sized food, she takes a bite of it. She's one of those people. Iris does the same, but definitely shoves the whole thing. She doesn't really care for her table manners at the moment. Um, okay. Down the way you go. You make it to a three-way intersection where you take a left and you walk. He was there. Some guy that we saw. Tamakti was generous enough to give him a couple coin. He was a beggar or something. He came with us to the the pig and uh, opened the door, let us in, and that was it. That was all, all we saw him. He said he was going to rent a room, but he didn't. I don't know where Strange. he went. Hmm. How long has he been here? I don't know. He just said he was a musician of some sort, and his instrument got stepped on by a horse, and he hit the pits and went down low and was just on the streets now. I don't Something like that. I don't know. I'm not sure. See, a mysterious bard with no instruments. Kind of reminds me of someone. Who? Um, just someone from my past. Who? I, I'm not sure. That's the whole point of someone mysterious, isn't it? I never knew oh. his name. Just okay. a passerby in the village. Got it. Okay. She takes another bite of her little little meat cheese cracker thing. So... Did you find what you were looking for? Well, what I was looking for was someone. More specifically, his death. So, yes. Good. I'm happy for you. Thank you. I'm still figuring out if I am. Do you want to talk about it? There's not much to talk about. I wouldn't be sure where to start. Okay. I'm unsure I understand right now. More, uh, I'm just more curious about why he ended up this way. It's like I really just killed the shell of a man, not him. She finishes her cracker cheese meat snack and took her three bites to do that one. Something or someone affected him, changed him. 
she silently keeps walking. I'm curious where his family has gone. He clearly remarried after me. Maybe they went missing too? Or maybe they left. Maybe he was driving them crazy or maybe he went crazy and they left the, the town and ran away or something? Perhaps. Maybe someone in this town would know. I am unsure. But they might know the answer. Or at least have some insight. Well, there's the pig. Right there. Two points. Alright. Uh, Iris just kind of walks towards it. Our rooms are, I think, two, two, three, six, eight. I don't know. We can just try the keys on the doors. The Makti got a few different rooms. Three of them have big beds, and one of them has two smaller beds. He didn't say which room was for who, so... I don't know. Do you have a preference? I don't Big really bed. mind. Sure, why not? Okay, we'll find you one with the big bed then. And she kind of points to Troy with a eyebrow raised. <clears throat> um, the two separate beds would be best, I think, for me and Robin. Okay, then we'll find those that room, I guess. She gets the door. It's very awkward. Troy goes in. Wait, hold on. I just realized Troy and Lenny can't really speak to each other, can they? Oh, fuck. Wait. I'd say that... <laughs> I'd say that Unless she, she speaks like, with some basic. Like, I think she a little like bit. rasp okay, right that's, now. Yeah, that's rasp. You, big room, small room. Yeah, kind of like yes. that. Yes. Languages are so fucked. Hey, you're the one that decided to make her fucking Nordic. True. Um, she has been talking to you guys for a long ass time, though, so. Yeah, that's fair. Probably picked up a little bit. Um, yeah, that sounds about right. Okay, so then uh, she opens the door, lets you in. The man is, uh, like, leaning up against the, the table or the, the desk. His arms are crossed, his head is down in his arms. Lani gives you the shh kind of gesture. Looks like he's sleeping. It's not even that late. It's like midnight. Yeah, for a barkeep, that's not too bad. <laughs> huh. Well, I guess there's no point in waking him. Okay, let's go find which room is which. I'm going to eat first, unless you plan on everyone stacking in one room to do so. I think that sounds okay. We can just sit on the a big bed, find a room with a big bed, sit on it and eat and, and All right. drink. Sure. You guys shorthand find a room with one of the big beds. It's two, three, and six. Then eight is like the two small beds. So you guys probably gotcha. go into, we'll just say two. First one. <clears throat> yeah. So two, you go in. Um, Troy sets the uh, charcuterie board uh, with subbed nuts instead of fruits onto the, uh, the center of the bed, and he just kind of sits down and starts taking off his half plate, leaving like just his tunic and stuff like that. Iris oh, will wow. just silently eat for now. Fuck. 
I think there, going into uh, the rest of the session, we will just take a quick five. But yes, we're continue. back. We're back. Hey, 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 party people. Um, currently, Troy, Banya, and Iris are sitting on one of the beds of one of the rooms that has a big bed, kind of like queen-size bed. And uh, they're just sitting down with their charcuterie board, um, just eating. And Troy has three bottles uh, of probably like a, I don't know, like a 8% ale, something something hefty. Damn, bro. And, uh, hey, tr- three bottles? I mean, you're trying to get fucked up, man. <laughs> well, he offers one to Lanya. Lanya declines it because she has already been drinking tonight. He offers one bottle to you. She considers it for a moment. She looks at the bottle. Uh, fuck it. Why not? If you don't drink all of it, it, will, it won't offend me, so don't worry about it. She just takes it and uh, un- unscrews the cork and starts drinking. Like a pretty hefty sip at first. They have like the latch corks. Oh, okay. Okay, you got me. You fucked me up. Well, so she undoes the damn lad. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she'll take a pretty hefty swig. This whole thing, like, the whole drinking and eating is not, uh, it's very unladylike at the moment, which is unlike her. Like, she mm. usually is uh, pretty, you know, dignified. Pretty annoying, actually, when she does, but right now she don't care. I had a dream the other night. What was it about? I don't normally dream to begin with, so that was the first unsettling part. Uh, hmm. It's why I, I'm, I'm feeling very tired. I thought all witch hunters dreamed a lot. I know Ruben does. Oh, or at he least, does. he makes a lot of noise when he sleeps. We do. We do dream. Not about pleasant stuff, though. That's why we force ourselves to sleep. So that we either, A suffer through it, or B, just don't dream. In my case, I don't very much dream. It's the root. just puts me out of it. So, my first concern was that I was dreaming. So I didn't want to sleep last night. I didn't want to go back to it. In my dream, he, uh, finishes swallowing, like, the the cracker and meat and cheese that he was like chewing on in the corner of his mouth and swigs down uh like two two long large audible gulps of uh this ale i was in a world on fire the sky was tore open past it i saw an endless blackness it was like a a wound in the sky i saw an ocean of emeralds beyond that sky and beneath me beneath that wound there was a valley it was filled with flowing water but the water was ink and as I stood on one hill across the valley there was another hill and down from it poured he gulps again and down from it poured a kind of like a a wave and I, I couldn't tell at first what the wave was and then I realized it was me 
in skin, in muscle. It was just flesh. And that's when I woke up. I've never really been good at making sense of dreams. I have no idea. Yeah, I don't either. But I don't want to go back to it. So, tonight, I think I'll take advantage of Lanya declining this bottle. I will drink mine. I will drink half of the other one. And then I will uh, make my tea and hand the other half of the bottle to Ruben when he gets here. I think I'll sleep well. I hope so. For your sake. What is, um, what is Ruben doing anyway? I didn't pay attention. He's saying some words for the dead. Trying to put the spirits to rest, I think. We encountered some strange things in the first room we we went into. So did I. I think, um, I, I'm not sure what happened to all of those, uh, all of those people. But, uh, they lost themselves somewhere. Yeah. And I don't think there was, uh, anything to bring them back. He takes another gulp. He does as well. And for a while, he just sits there. Just Sam, she doesn't talk. Drinking. She pretty much doesn't talk unless prompted to at this moment, like, this whole day. We come back over to Tamakti and Ruben. Yo. Yo. What are you guys doing? So this ritual, I let me check. I think it takes about an hour. Um, so probably for... Uh, well, I'm just gonna ask Prowler if I could do like a mass one. What is this ritual, sir? That's it's funeral rites. Yeah, it's a it's a spell called uh, ceremony. Yeah, you can do a bunch of things. You can marry people, funeral rites, dedication, like change someone to your religion, all that kind of shit. Uh, you can baptize uh, someone. If uh, Tamakti can assist, I don't see any reason why he wouldn't be able to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, considering who he is, most likely. Yeah. I mean, you would you would know all the words that he's saying. Oh, actually, he uh, he is reciting something kind of old. Mm. Um, it doesn't actually have to do with Morial, like at all. Jamakti is kind of old. It's abyss. It's a no. It's not abyssal. It's definitely in common. Because, uh, because he, again, he doesn't really know anything scripture-wise about Morial at all. To clarify, Prowler, who again was the god for uh, the Birak? For the Birak? Yeah, the the, the god of war. How was his oh, name again? Oh, that was uh, Maligant. It would be a um, it would be funeral rites for like fallen soldiers, essentially. Mm-hmm. Uh, is is what it translates to, um, but mm-hmm. uh, it's 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 an old thing for the followers of Maligan. Yeah, kind of trans, was, I'll allow it. Which was still a very uh, popular thing in Olstenburg, where he's from. <clears throat> so yeah, that's what he's saying. If you know the words, then uh, I mean you can recite with him. Mm-hmm. Cobra hates this motherfucker, malignant or whatever his name. Malig. Malig. Yeah, <laughs> malignant. He's yeah. malignant. We're, yeah, <laughs> we're all we're old mirror stands around here. Sorry, sir. Not really. Tamakti just doesn't like the gods at all anymore. Based? Wait, he switched up on it. But yeah, uh, about 
you know, 40 or so minutes in. It's a long time. Uh, he kind of pauses and looks over towards Tamakti. Um, would you like to say any words for the dead? This would be the time. <clears throat> he, uh, he clears his throat. Moriel, we release these poor souls into your care and into the care of the other Arceris. We ask that you deliver them, that they may find peace in the world where they suffered so much that they may find love and compassion after a world where they suffered through no love and no compassion. We do this, we ask this, in your name. And Tamakto just kind of nod his head. And, and Ruben nods with him. Pretty much concludes uh, the the rites with, um, well, just adding his what spin he can uh, memorial, but uh, again, it's clear he doesn't know much about your their art serif. That was a weird it's a weird thing to say. And then he you, stands up. Who you've been praying to lately, huh? <clears throat> and then a demon pops up behind Oh Bellif. <laughs> Ruby, it's good to see you. Good God. to see you again. God, Thank you for releasing me from Old Me at the Gate. <laughs> I wanna go toe to toe with that piece of shit again. See what happens. We get bodied this time. <clears throat> yeah, he just gets we got, stronger. We got bodied last time. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah, I died. <laughs> uh, he kind of like looks towards looks towards Tamakti for a moment. Um, apologies. That's all I knew. Yeah. Uh, I uh, am not exactly one for reciting scripture. You know this. The only other funeral I could think of would not be very fitting for. Well, I suppose uh, to the end, then. I believe. Is solved. Uh, as does Moria, that uh, actions speak far louder than words. Words are nice, yes, but they are window dressing, so to speak. He gives a gives a half nod at that. Come, let us go to the inn. Unless you want a nightcap from the wooden shoe. No, I'm uh, I'm quite tired. It was uh, exhausting labor getting them all out here. All and, right. Uh, He'll just follow Tamakti because Tamakti knows the way. Tamakti will go that way. Elegantly said. You guys travel, and unless you guys talk about anything else along the way, you would arrive at um, the pig in the blanket. No, I don't. I don't think. I think he's just too tired. Um, so he arrives. Okay. Is you the uh, innkeep still there? Yeah, he is. He's just sleeping on the desk. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Um, which 
rooms are whose? Or are we all sharing one? Or how's this gonna work? Multi. We um well, I rented uh, four rooms. I gave the keys all to Lanya, so I'm assuming she's divided them up at this point. But I rented um, I believe they call it the twin bedroom. For you and your brother, I figured that made the most sense. Um, and then a bedroom each for uh, me, uh, Lanya, and Iris. I hope you don't mind. Were you trying to save money? Yeah, I'm scrounging right now with my thousand <laughs> platinum pieces. <laughs> he would smile ear to ear. What can I say? I love a bargain. Mm. You could have simply got rid of one less room. What? He doesn't elaborate on that, actually. And, uh, he's gonna that was a good one, Ruben. I got you. What are you implying? Yeah, nothing. No, no, no. Thank Go you. On. Say it. Find a way to pay you back. It's clearly been on your mind for a while. What is it you have to say? It's not been on my mind. Just a simple observation. An observation of what, Ruben? It's fine. I don't think it benefits either of us. Me to explain this right now. Do you doubt my intentions? No. My commitment? No. My God. Very well. All right. <laughs> he works. <laughs> okay. Uh. Right. He just starts knocking on doors, I guess, to figure out where people are. I think I'll be heading to bed. Oh, Ruben, one more thing. Before uh, we get back to uh, Troy Roplang, Lanya uh, told me earlier today that some woman in town was asking for me by name. Is it so, um, your mother, perhaps? That uh, seems unlikely. Ooh, considering she said be. I was dead. <clears throat> you know? He, he does. Who, who else do you think it might be? I have no idea, which is why I'm telling you, because well, it might come to something, you know what I mean? He nods. Well, so you know that I've always uh, got your back, so to speak. And I yours. Except when you imply that Lani and I are sleeping together. Ah, uh, didn't say ah, said should. Oh. He would blush a little. And uh, he's going to continue on trying to find the fucking room that they're staying in. I think I'll be going to bed now. Going no, to good. our Ruben and Mai's room, I guess. Make my tea. I hope you sleep well. And uh, hopefully no dreams then. I'll probably sleep myself. I don't see any reason why this couldn't be your room. Only and I can just find the others. She nods. Sure, I'll, uh, I will just uh, stay in this one. Lonya, the keys, please. She hands him the other keys. Right, well. If you need anything, I guess we'll be just down the hall. You'll probably just shout and all of us will be coming along. Iris nods. A slight smile. All right. Good night. Good night, Troy. Troy. Good night to you as well, Anya. 
Joy leaves the room. Uh, Lanya on her way out, closing the door behind her, says, Good night, Iris. And as uh, as they are leaving the rooms, that's probably about the time that Tamakti and Ruben make their way, starting down the hall to like look for the others. And so you guys like coincidentally bump into each other. Yeah, Ruben was about to knock on like a random door when he spotted them. Anyway, evening. Hey, I was just gonna go find a room. All right, I'll join you. Did, did she tell you which ones are ours? Yeah, two, three, six, and eight. That's right. All right, well, here's two. Ours has it. Okay. Let's go look at three, six, and eight. Lanya's already, like, unlocking three. Three mm. appears to be one of the double bed, or single big bed, I guess. One large bed? Yes. Gotcha. Would you like this one, Tomakti? No, it's alright. You can have that one. Okay. Well, I guess good work up there at the manor with all the lifting and everything and putting the dead to rest. It was a good thing to do. Uh, I'll see you three in the morning. Yes, uh, good night. She gives uh, each of the three a smile, uh, kind of like smiling a little bit longer at Tamakti and then closing the door. All right. Tamakti uh, watches her close the door and then uh, we'll turn. That's two and three. That's two and three. Six and eight. He continues walking down the hall. Troy makes his way down the hall too. Unlock six. It's another one of the big beds. Tamakti. Suppose this one is mine then. Yes. Have a good night. You as well, gentlemen. See you in the morning. See ya. And uh make sure no strange women sneak into your room. What? Oh you yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Because the the woman asking about me. Mm-hmm. Troy raises an eyebrow but doesn't question. Good night. And uh, he turns around and starts going towards eight. And that means eight is us. How are you doing on, like, whatever you sleep with? I've got, uh... Two nights left. Two nights. That's including tonight. Mm -hmm. Okay, well... Uh... I've got, I don't know, four or five left. Should be fine. Perhaps we can uh, look in town for something, or maybe Iris can brew something. I, I don't know. That's a tomorrow problem. Which bed do you want? This one or that one? He points to the one that is closer to the door and the one that is farther from the door. Is there a window? Yeah, it's by the farther door or farther bed. Hmm. Well, suppose the closest one here is the more secure one. He shrugs. Up to you. Ah, uh, you take it. Uh, hope you don't mind if I light a candle. No, yeah, by all means. I would have needed one too. He nods. And, uh, kind of goes to, like, throw some of his stuff. Uh, 
down before the bed and then walks over to light up one of the candles with the tinderbox. Actually, he doesn't even need one. He just uses fucking... He just uses magic. Troy does use the candle, though. And he just kind of, like, uh, takes a piece of cloth and wraps it around, like, the tin handle of a tin coffee cup uh, or coffee mug and puts, like, the root extract powder in some water and just holds it over the candle. And, um... Yeah, I guess Ruben's gonna go fetch his own cup and kind of pour some water from a water skin into it, then put the dreamer eyelashes in and start boiling it with mm -hmm. his hand. And Troy would, of course, like, dragged his half plate in here because he took it off in the previous room, and now he takes off his kettle helmet and, like, tosses it with a clang next to his, his arm. His music is going crazy right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. holy this shit. This is some intense tea brewing right now. <laughs> How was Iris? She's fine. I think... Like fine good and fine bad I asked the same thing she said both hmm. I suppose that makes sense yeah. confusing uh, reunion she had a bit to drink and I got her some food so no, she's just relaxing right now by the way the, the other half of this bottle is for you if you want it hmm. I suppose so Help me sleep better. Yep, he hands you like the latch corked bottle. It has half of its contents left. He nods so, and, and gives like a kind of thankful, uh, oh, well, appreciative grin. And yeah, just fucking chugs it. <laughs> no point wasting time, seven. <laughs> oh, that was, um, I told her uh, about this. You should know too. I don't know how often you dream. I usually don't. But I had a dream the other night, and I didn't want to go to bed last night. I Monty figured. Mad at me about the whole thing with Lonya. I just didn't want to go to waste. It was a dream about a valley, and the world was on fire. The sky was tore open. And past that opening, there was an endless blackness. And just below it, down in the valley, the valley was just filled with an inky sea, like pitch black, and flesh pulled down the opposite hill. And up in the sky, when I looked back up, into that blackness, I saw an ocean of emerald. Is, uh... Oh, God, continue. He just said he woke up. Is, uh, what he's describing, that doesn't sound at all like Tormach's realm, right? That's something different? No. Uh, something a whole different. Okay. Well, that is, uh, that is a strange de dream. Do you think it meant something? Well, uh, I don't know. I think Rylon mentioned a valley once. East of the Grey Spine. East of, uh, uh, fuck, Graffendam, I think. Something special about it. I don't remember the details. Right, we were supposed to, um... Supposed to go there. When? Well, there was never a set time. But apparently that's where the next big... Fight was gonna be. Oh. The next, uh... He kind of pauses to think about that for a moment. Yeah. Maybe it's just on my mind then. 
I was able to make sense of the uh, the ocean of emeralds thing, past the blackness. I think oh. it's I think it's Fusca to you. You ever meet him? No, I yeah, uh, I haven't. Oh, Foss. He was a bastard. Hey, um, your friend Halifax, uh, he took him. Ah. Uh, like I wasn't there for that point yet, so I don't see it myself. But Fasketeer was, um, something related to the Aether Kindred. I don't know the specifics. <laughs> he was just made of pitch black, and his eyes were green. That's, uh, I can see why you didn't want to dream it again. There's something uh, just so unsettling about looking up there and seeing so many of those green eyes just glimmering back. I'm worried. Usually when, uh, when I dream, it does have some relevance to what's happening or going to happen though sometimes uh, sometimes it's best not to dwell on it I'm of the mindset that dreams are usually just dreams so I don't put too much stock into it but you know just strange maybe I suppose uh, suppose I don't really know what was real about well, about our journey from Olstenburg to Fallowheart. I didn't know about, uh, this medication yet. Kind of like lifts his mug. Or, I guess, tea, uh, tankard. Troy does the same. Eventually, his is warm enough. He doesn't, like, boil it or anything like that, but it gets warm enough to kind of be a, a solution for the powder, and he, uh, takes it off of the candle, and um, starts to gently blow on it. Do you want anyway, to swap? If, uh, if you don't want dreams. Oh, um. I don't mind. You sure? It's been a while. Yeah. He kind of offers it out. He offers you, uh, his cup and swaps. It's a bit hard still. He'll, uh,. Let it cool down for a minute, and then uh, take small sips. Yeah, this one he's not chugging like he chugged the ale. Troy does the same. He takes small sips, blowing on it every now and then. This is nice. The tea? No, just this. Ah. Yes, it does feel at least somewhat peaceful for the moment. It's... Relaxing, but uh, also disarming. When this is over, whatever this is, you should come with Dad and I. And do what? Do what we do. Hmm. For how long? I don't know. It's just, I said the same thing to Iris. I hunt, and I hunt, and I don't really talk to people too much. But you and I, we 
I don't know. You understand what I'm going through, and I understand what you're going through. And you're my brother, after all. Regardless of how long we didn't see each other, you should hmm. join us. Well, when this is all over, if it ends, as you say, whatever it is, at least for a time there will be some other matters I have to deal with first. But provided I don't die, I don't think it would be so bad traveling around. His eyelids uh, start to get heavy. He continues to sip and uh, finishes off the cup, setting it on probably like a little nightstand next to the bed. And he just kind of like kicks back and uh, lays down on the bed like without getting underneath the blankets. Crosses his hands uh, together, weaving those fingers and puts them on his chest and just sort of lays there. Good. And he and, uh, drifts off to sleep. And you know, Ruben by now is probably feeling it too. He's, uh, I assume it's of a similar effect. So mm-hmm. consciousness is quickly starting to take him. And he, before he goes to sleep, he, he glances over towards the candle again just to make sure it's going to remain lit throughout the night. And then pretty much does the same. I mean, he always pretty much always sleeps in his armor, so he just lays out flat against the bed and stares at the ceiling until he uh, he passes out. We come over then to... uh, I don't know, would Iris be sleeping by now? Probably not. Okay. Is there anything that Iris would do before bed? Probably not. Uh, she's just kind of laying awake, you know, unable to sleep right now. Too much on her mind. Mm -hmm. Not really tired enough, considering, you know, she slept a lot the previous day because, uh, Troy drugged her. Yeah. (laughs) Slept a long time. But, uh, no, nothing in particular. We'll just kind of meander about on her bed, like, tossing and turning. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Then we'll come over to to Tamakti. Tamakti uh, will, I guess, settle in for the evening and kind of uh, take off his backpack, set it aside, and then sit cross-legged on top of the bed uh, and just sort of sit in a neutral pose and uh, holding his hands sort of palms together. Um, he is going to cast Sending. And last time he focused on a memory because that's really the only connection he still had to her. But having heard her voice in the not-so-distant past, he'll focus on that this time. Uh, And he will send another message uh, to his mother, uh, Lucia. Mm -hmm. I am Tamokti Morel, son of Rickard and Lucia Morel. I fought in the God War. But I did not fall there. I am alive. There's a pause. Kind of like the phone line just hanging there, you know? Um, a sort of... Oh, what's the word? A 
sort of anticipation in the air. A moment that drags on. I can't remember what voice I used last time. If it had an accent or if it was just normal. It was like a... Sort of... Prim... British accent, I believe. I believe you now. To think there are some things that even I do not know. I will find you. It ends there. The voice felt kind of cold there, still. Yeah, she don't love you no more. That's what Tamakti feels. Feeling... Feeling uneasy, still. Yeah. Tamakti will uh, lay down uh, to sleep, keeping his boots on. Probably getting mud all over the fucking... That's just covered. <laughs> over the bed. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, we die with our boots on, you dig? The worst. And, uh, you know, fully clothed and shit still, just getting dust and dirt and shit all over the damn place. Yeah. Kinda, he kind of rubs it in a little bit. Um, he will unholster uh, his pistols and kind of lay them uh, on his chest. And then he'll kind of cross his arms a little bit. Or uh, cross his fingers, rather. Like, interlock his fingers and rest them on his stomach. And then he will try and go to sleep. Okay. There is a knock at your door. At my door? Yeah. Tamakti <clears throat> will. There's another knock. Who is it? Tamakti? Yes, give me a moment. He'll, uh, he'll grab the pistols off his chest and. Is there like a bedside table? <laughs> yeah, probably. He'll just right, one on each side. He'll uncock them and rest them on the bedside table. Mm -hmm. And uh, he'll get up and kind of try and wipe some of the dirt and mud off the fucking top of the bed. <clears throat> Shit. Look down at his boots and think better of it and kick them off. And uh, and I'll pad over barefoot for like probably the first time in a long time it's like puddles of sweat in the bottom of his boots uh. <laughs> yeah they're all fucking shriveled and pale <laughs> anyway <laughs> he walks over to the door and cracks it open it's Lanya hello Lanya she just has like her she's also barefoot she has like her pants and shirt and stuff on but like no half plate and no backpack or anything like that do you mind if I come in? Sure, sure. I was uh, just settling down for the evening. Uh, come in. She enters the room. She assumes that you're going to close the door behind her. He does. She slowly sort of walks over. Yeah, pretty much just like mine. That uh, stain was there when I got here. Ah. Uh. He points to the mud on the blanket. <laughs> yeah. She sits down on the bed. <clears throat> uh, can I offer you something to drink? No, I'm... I'm not thirsty or hungry. Okay. Tamakti? Yes, Lanya. We're out of the north, but I'm so cold. What do you mean? Will, will you keep me warm tonight? 
Are you sure this is what you want? We can share the same bed. Very well. Um, <clears throat> I, uh, I warn you, I typically uh, sleep with my boots on. It's a, a personal habit of mine that I haven't quite gotten out of. It's okay. But I'll just, uh, I'll, I'll stick to my side and you can, it's a, it's a big bed. You can, yeah, plenty of room for the both of us. Right. She gets under the blankets and covers and just kind of lays on her side. He'll kind of, he'll walk over and like scoot the pistols underneath the bag that he probably also set on the, uh, on the, uh, the bedside table. So they're not just like out in the open. <clears throat> he'll uh he'll look at his boots and then decide better of it and not pull them on. <laughs> and then he'll uh <laughs> Do buttons exist in this universe or not buttons? Yeah. Do zippers exist in this universe yet? Uh, no, they're probably just buttons. Okay. He'll he'll unbutton the uh the front of his like leather jerkin vest thing. Got it, okay. Um and then kind of like set it down. <laughs> with like a, a pretty audible thud <laughs> this thing weighs like <laughs> fucking like 60 yeah. pounds yeah I got you a lot of pouches yeah you know it's got a Kevlar lining and everything right well uh, I'm going to uh, blow out the candle now okay okay good night Tamakti uh, good night Nanya she flips over like her back facing you uh, sort of, you know, front side facing off the bed. Mm-hmm. I'll blow out the candle and then... Uh, <laughs> he's just going to lie down on top of the covers. Okay. And he'll uh, assume that same, like, uh, fingers interlocked, resting on his stomach position. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> he'll, he'll clear his throat a bit. <laughs> Sniff a few times. Adjust slightly. Mm -hmm. And then just start sawing wood. <laughs> <laughs> My man needs a CPAP machine for real. You, uh... At some point during all of that adjusting and stuff like that, you probably hear Lanya shivering. I'm so cold. I'm so cold. What's... What's wrong? Lanya. Tamati. Are you alright? She continues to shiver. He reaches over and, like, I guess places a hand on her forehead. Her skin feels ice cold. You blow Tamaki out the candle, will, right? Tamati will sit up. Uh, stay right there. Keep he's going to he's gonna cast... Uh... Oh, fuck, I got rid of it. Son of a bitch. He's gonna. Hold on a second. He's gonna cup a hand around the candle and attempt to very carefully cast Sacred Flame. Okay. To uh, try and light it without, you know, blowing his hand off or the candle to pieces. You can control it, it's fine. Yeah. Monty, please. He's gonna grab the candle, the and, candle and hold. Lights. Yeah, he's gonna hold it up so that he can see her better. You see Does that? anything look wrong with her? 
Yeah, like you know how when when limbs get frostbitten, they like turn black. Yeah. You see that like her her hair is pale, it's gray, and her skin is all sort of like that blackish blue, frostbite look, and her eyes are sunken, and she's just shivering there. My God. Hold on, Lonnie. Everything's going to be okay. Monkey. And then he's going to start. I'm not actually going to scream because it's late, but he's going to start like s- scream shouting Iris's name. And while he's. While he Iris does isn't that, sleeping, so she gets up immediately. While he does that, he, he puts a hand on uh, on Lanya and casts his lesser restoration. Iris just runs into the room, I guess. As what? You, as you cast lesser restoration, you said you like touch her somewhere like her arm or shoulder or something yeah i mean i think it's a touch creature it's a touch mm-hmm. spell so you feel like a, a stinging of cold on your hand as you do so and you wake up you had dozed off in bed got him got him hate you got uh, me too fucking yeah I, I knew it i'm i'm wise to his fucking employees he can never fool me again with a dream sequence and the words kind of echo in your mind of monsters and mortals, the flames and the frost, not distant enough not to scorn us. And that is where we end this session. Not my ass. Goddamn dream sequences, dude. As always, check out our social medias in the Linktree link in the description of this podcast on whatever platform you're listening to us on, because that's where we're wrapping up this session. Um, if you liked what you heard, consider giving us some feedback, uh, maybe a thumbs up on or positive review. And if you have some feedback for us on things that you think we can improve on, uh, let us know that too in whatever platform you're listening to us on. Feel free to join our Discord, hang out with us, ask us questions. And we want to take a moment to thank our uh, Patreon supporters um, for kind of helping us through the giveaways and uh, the art, animated logos, logos, music, software, everything that we use. So we want to thank our party fiends, Rick Vice, Dags, and Ingle, our party monsters, Cypher and Happy Phoenix, and our party lurkers, Cormac, Valentine, and Windowman. Thank you for all that you've done for us and continue to do for us. And as a personalized sort of shout out to our party monsters and party fiends, they can give us a line to say uh, for one of our characters to kind of voice out, um, sort of as like a personalized shout out back to them. And so we have one for Ingle currently. Faith is taking the first step, even when you don't see the whole path. And uh, that's actually it. A lot of people don't really take advantage of that opportunity, but also a lot of people just want to support us, so they don't really ask for anything in return, which is cool. Damn, bro. We're we're glad to give back, though, like, in any way we can. Use Um, your Patreon benefits, you fucking idiots. Oh, my God. (laughs) So, anyways, that's where we're going to end this session. As always... Never split the party. See you guys next time. Bye.